Welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Suntress here. Got great conversation today with Emma Rios. Emma is talking to us from Spain, and we did this conversation last Sunday. But it's a pleasure to get her on, not only to talk about Pretty Deadly, the wonderful Western that she does with Kelly Sue DeConnick. In fact, volume two of that is out from Image, came out last week. But we're here primarily to talk about Mirror, her very interesting collaboration with Wei Lin. And uh, these are uh, two very wonderful creators. Beautiful art from Wei Lin. Uh, watercolors, a very uh, impressionistic style of art, and, uh, and a very interesting story. Uh, from the two of them. It's uh, a group of people on the hunt for, if not acceptance, perhaps just peace. The story of Mirror depicts an unjust system in an unjust world and explores questions of identity, purpose, and fate. Lim's artwork will keep your eyes glued to the page. It really is a feast for the eyes, and it's a very interesting story. Originally, it was going to be part of the Eight House universe, but uh, Emma explains why uh, She and Wei's uh, collaboration uh, became its own story. So we talk about Mirror. We also talk about Island, the anthology series she does with Brandon Graham. And uh, that was very fun to learn a bit more about. And, of course, we've got some pretty uh, deadly conversation in there as well. But a uh, great chance to talk to Emma as a writer uh, as much as an artist in uh, this chat on today's Word Balloon. I hope you enjoy it. It is brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com where there are tremendous deals going on at in-stock trades, uh, a couple involving uh, Emma Rios, in fact. You can get Osborne, the trade paperback, Evil Incarnated. Uh, that is uh, both um, Kelly Sue and Emma's story about Norman Osborne, as well as Warren Ellis and Jamie McKelvey's, McKelvey's story about Osborne. It's 45% off, and it's just $9.34. We also talk about a story that uh, Emma did for Island that has turned into a graphic novel. Didn't know about it until the conversation happened, and now it's after the fact I find that it's on sale and in stock trades. It's called Id, a dystopian tale that analyzes the conflict between perception and identity through the struggle of three people who consider body transplant as a solution to their lives. Really sounds great. Uh, Emma goes into detail about it in the interview. I think it's something that if you're an Emma Rios fan, you definitely would want to get. 42% off, $5.79 at InStockTrades.com. Just a couple of the great deals happening at InStockTrades. Don't forget, uh, if your orders are more than $50, you'll receive free shipping. They make it easy with books that you'll want at prices you can't ignore. InStockTrades.com. Word Balloon is also brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you very much, League, for your support. And uh, I thank you very much for uh, subscribing to Word Balloon, to the uh, League of Word Balloon listeners. It's not necessary. Word Balloon is free. But if you want to help the cause out and you appreciate the, the entertainment that I bring you each week here at Word Balloon, maybe you think it's worth a uh, dollar a month or the price of a comic book. Consider it because uh, I think uh, Word Balloon provides uh, the kind of entertainment in the comic book culture you can't find anywhere else. Uh, if you want information on how to subscribe to Word Balloon via Patreon, you can go to wordballoon.com and click on the Patreon ad there or go right to patreon.com slash wordballoon. There's videos there that explain what I do. Thank you very much for your support, League of Word Balloon listeners. All right, without further ado, let's pick up our conversation with Emma Rios. It's a pleasure to have her back. We haven't spoken directly since uh, that first conversation with Kelly Sue about Pretty Deadly. So it's long overdue. I was thrilled to see that uh, she had some other projects uh, that were currently active. Mirror, a great example of that. Very happy to welcome Emma Rios back to Word Balloon. All right, well, first of all, I'm late, and I'm going to say this on the record because I feel bad about it. But this is how good Emma Rios is. She's very cool and gracious and uh, still willing to talk to me. It's great to talk to you, Emma. Welcome back to Word Balloon. Hello. Thanks a lot for having me again here. My pleasure. Uh, congratulations on The Mirror. Thank you so much. We love, really? we love this book yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, tell me about it. Real interesting fantasy, very avant-garde. Yeah, it is a weird one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What was your inspiration for this? Um, well, I think uh, there are a lot of things going on here. Uh, for starters, Hoya um, and I are, are very close friends, even if we live in different halves of the world. You know, um, because she's from Malaysia, and um, and she's my main inspiration for the book because I wanted to do something rather lyric at some point, or um, you know, not that that the book 
you know, not with a story that uh, that was under the nose or something. I wanted to sure. to to build something together that could be, you know, that could touch things that we both like. So the idea of the animals is because I love how we draw them, and um, and after that, I, um, we've we've been trying for quite a while to work together because we met in in 2008, in 2008, in a workshop in Japan. Um, okay. We worked together there already, like both artists and writers, right? Like mixing our stuff, uh, working in pairs for an exhibition there. And, well, it was pretty special. So we've been, like, uh, keeping in touch during all these years, uh, looking for a chance to work together again. So this time, as I was already busy with Deadly, the, the idea was like that I would be mainly writing, and she would be mainly doing art, even if we saw prose from time to time. Um, so yeah, we wanted to do something rather epic, uh, rather romantic, and um, romantic from the point of view of like you know these lost heroes, or this not romantic for you know for romantic interest or so. More likely, like a you know like a story almost. A conflict between technology and nature and all that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And some of my main influences here are basically writers I love from sci-fi. The, for example, Ursula K. Ligon or Stanislav Lem, the Russian writer. Yes, and, both of um, them. Yeah, wonderful writers. Absolutely. And also, and also, a lot of manga cartoons from the '80s or or shows that even with Huey we have in common, like. Uh, epic shows like Legend of Galactic Heroes or stories like uh, The Secret of the Blue Water or stuff like that. So we wanted to do some fantasy, uh, science science fantasy somehow, um, that could be inspired by all that stuff. Also because of, That's... Also because of Ape House, you know, because this started as part of the huge universe of that in the yes. house and all that with Brown. Right, I, I saw that it originally was supposed to be part of that universe, and then you guys kind of chose to to make it its own story. Yeah, because the idea of Beta House started um, the the at the beginning we started talking about doing something shared with them, um, mm -hmm. but it turns out that uh, all the teams started to grow something, but uh, each, each team started to work on something very big on its own. All the, you know, every every people that was, that was in, that were involved uh, were like pretty, pretty much like super focused on their own thing. So it was like suddenly it just turned only on, you know, only uh, independent, only independent stories, but that were connected by influences and by ideas, like mostly, but it was impossible to coordinate or nobody wanted to coordinate anything, you know, for, because what we wanted was true freedom. And then I was proposed by Image to do an ongoing with Mirror, and that's what that's why we separated the thing and started to do an ongoing. That's terrific. So mm -hmm. did Eric did Eric suggest this that it be an ongoing or? Yeah, yeah. The idea. Wow. That we are going to do an ongoing like, uh, but with arcs. Each arc is going to be like yes, um, well, pretty compact on its own. Like finishing, like the story arc, and then starting another one. But trying to, to you know, to to make the world wider and do a lot of world building because uh, the universe of Mirror itself is it's quite huge already. So we're starting this little asteroid and this little colony, but there is a lot of things uh, in the background, like the politicians and the, you know, the the world all the scientists come from, so, and aliens and a lot, <laughs> it's pretty wide, <laughs> I hope we can develop it, like, for quite long. That's excellent. What kind of feedback from the audience have you received so far? Uh, the feedback was amazing, the feedback has been amazing, um, it's a little book, you know, it's not... Because yes. you know, it's not that that it has like extremely huge sellings and all that. But the answer <laughs> and the idea of everybody, the, all all the things we got from people were 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 instantly cool. I mean, everybody was like so so involved in it and in the narrative. Even if the narrative, I understand that is not you know very regular. Like kind of, we use these jumps and we 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 want to. It's as if we want the reader to be part of the story, like trying to figure out what's happening. 
Um, so, so yeah, I was a bit more, a bit worried about the reactions uh, working like this, but everybody was like super involved on it, and the response was very emotional in general. Yeah, I'm very happy. Excellent. No, that's cool. Compare this collaboration to what you do with Kelly Sue on Pretty Deadly. It's very different. It, it is. I bet. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, um, Kelly, Kelly and I are very close as well. Um, we are we are very good friends. Um, we read each other man each other minds as well. But we work mm-hmm. a bit differently. Like for example, in my case, in Mirror, for example, what I do is like first I send away some kind of literary scripts. Um, to discuss ideas because it's true that, for example, uh, maybe immediately, even if we are building some kind of mythology, it's not mm-hmm. that you have to start to develop everything from the beginning because it's like the world seems to the real world, even if it's in the in the Western or in the in the Great War, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but for example, when you are trying to create a world in science fiction. In a science fiction environment, you have to you have to make up a lot of things, you know. So sure. for that, uh, the world building is a bit difficult. Um, there are a lot of loose ends of the stuff that you know. Maybe I'm not when I'm writing something and uh, and I create something. Maybe I'm you know just so focused on that that I totally understand that maybe when I share this with someone else. Uh, it's not that easy for them to get it. So that's why this kind of, you know, the back and forth with way to, to just explain to ourselves at least everything, to be on the same page is, is like a big, it's a long process to, you know, to to make things more and more nuanced. Um, so first I sent her, yeah, some kind of literary scripts, like with dialogues, but, you know, basically uh, with the ideas of what can happen uh, scene by scene, and then mm-hmm. um, after discussing between the both between both of us, like for example, but what's this creature and what the hell is he doing here? What's his purpose? <laughs> you know, this kind of stuff. <laughs> sure. And um, um, we talk a lot, like uh, about the characters, because our characters are not easy to develop because none of them are, you know, black or white. Everybody. Quite traditional, even represented by their animal selves because you're giving them personalities and yeah. stuff and you know yeah. the lab at the dog and everybody yeah yeah so. and we are playing with this difficult concept about what is humanity and actually the animals feel more feel more human than humans yeah very very animal farm very orwellian and then you find out that the antagonists are not evil and you know that everybody has a reason to be doing what they are doing or Certainly. that everybody made some mistake so these kind of things um, are difficult to polish. So that's why we, we need a lot of conversation on them. And then I, um, after having this conversation, um, I sent her a final script, like kind of final. And then she, she just slaughtered it the way, <laughs> the way she wants because her narrative is so special and it's fantastic and I, what I, it's what I want, you know? It's like when she reads, when she reads it, um, she develops uh, yeah, all, the, all the layouts and everything. So she starts like, you know, trying to adjust the rhythm to, to, to you know, to adjust her style. Because yes. I, I'm an artist myself, so it, yes. it's yeah. totally focused on how I work. You know, mm-hmm. I even if if I if I write, I write like a you know a lot based on images or know how on narrative stuff. Like you know, because this is what I do better. So it's like for me, it's very difficult to separate. I have to do my own layers and all that. No, sure. So when she when she changes the things. Uh, to make to make them uh, her own, then she resents the layers to me, and then I rework that with her, and then we you, re- we, you rewrite you re- rewrite based on her layers. Yeah, we we adjust the uh, the dialogues together on uh, over her pages. Very cool. And we decide okay. and we decide to to move things here and there. So it's like super collaborative. And uh, with Kel, the process is very very organic as well, but it's a bit mm-hmm. different. Um, because I rely everything like 
the writings of her. We share ideas at the beginning, we talk about the plot, we try to build the characters <laughs> together, but then sure. we just like the, the final writing, uh, even if I move one text here and there, uh, the final the final thing is all here. Um, I change the narrative, I, I modify characters, I, you know, I work a lot. She sends me like basically lines. So, well, more a lot of times he is is not even if unless she has a very clear idea of a, for a page, she doesn't write a pro, uh, you know a regular script like divided on panels or something. Uh, okay. She sends me like literary scripts normally, and and ideas, and we work in them. And then when the stuff is drawn by me. She rewrites everything, um, works on the dialogues, and then we talk about it, and then it goes. So it's a bit different. It is very interesting because it has me. It has my brain like working on so many levels. You know, <laughs> it's very nice for me. I bet. Well, both projects, I would say, I would think, because also, um, is it being released? I know it's brand new, and I know obviously, then Image was the one that that said, "Please do this." But have you found a have you found a Spanish publisher for this? Have you found a Japanese publisher for this? Yeah, for Pretty or for Mirror? For Mirror. Ah, for Mirror, no. No, because it looks like Pretty Yamat Japanese, right? This this time maybe. Um no, no, we know we 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 just we have just unless the, until the, the trade is ready, there's no there's no much movement about Korean lines. I think okay. But but I hope I hope that both Predeadly or Mirror could can be translated to Japanese at some point, because well, I like that market, I like manga a lot, and I wish it you oh, know, yeah. could be like a bit more diverse in that stuff. So, well, that's why I almost wondered if uh, because of the manga style being so different, panel to panel, mm -hmm. and the way that it's reverse of what you know uh, European and 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 American copy uh, comic books are. That you know, would you have to uh, you know, shuffle anything in terms of images. Because I'll be honest, uh, for me, mm. dumb American, manga always confuses me. Yeah, I love I the stories, mm. but I can't get my brain to, to yeah, move in that different direction. So, yeah, I, I was wondering if um, I didn't know what kind of uh, following maybe. Is it Hui? I want to say her name right. Hui. Yeah. It is Hui. Hui. Okay. Yeah I, I, yeah, I didn't know what kind of following maybe Hui had. I see that she's made things like uh, Lalage and Hero. Yeah. I'm not aware of, I'm not aware of those uh, those comics. Yeah, she's amazing. She's, she's been doing well. Oh, my God, beautiful, beautiful <laughs> she's artist. Like, yes, yeah, it's my brilliant. Uh, she's so poetic. Real? I really, you know, think, only thing about writing for her was freaking me out. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> I want to, you know, because I, re <laughs> I respect her writing so much. Uh, her art, like, okay. she's amazing. Like, I admire her a lot. So... Yeah, I don't know, like, um, my brain, I think, uh, talking about manga and all that, that we were talking about. Um, yes. My, I think my main, my brain is a total mess between American <laughs> comics, European stuff, manga, right? Because I grew up reading basically European stuff, like a lot uh, of things here in Spain. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, Spanish comics and French. Yeah, Belgium. tell me, tell me some of the Spanish comics you read. I'd be, I'd be very curious. Uh, well, I read a lot of Spanish comics from the eighties, like uh, you know, in San Cuatro and stuff. I really like. Well, you may know him for sure, like Jordi Bernet. You know him, of course. Love him. Yeah. And um, oh my God, Torpedo. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And also some 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 humor comics here like for kids like Mortadelo, Filimona and stuff and okay. um, uh, Super Lopez and you know like parodic superheroes and things here that were very funny uh, and also at the same time I was reading a lot of superhero comics like sorry it's a cat somewhere probably probably it's going to be mewing here sorry because I live with three cats in my car in my house so maybe they talk <laughs> sorry about that um, oh no it's okay I like when the pets uh, speak that's good with, yeah, with the cats makes everything that's like okay. look like home <laughs> yes exactly no that's good it's casual I like yeah so aside from that um, I used to read a lot of superhero comics um, I used to uh, to well, my favorite was was uh, New Mutants. Uh, the thing oh, beats at Claremont. Actually, Claremont was invited uh, to the convention in in my city 
a couple of weeks ago when I got to meet him and it was amazing. Like wow, hey, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. I was like solo hero for me when I was a kid reading comics, right? <laughs> X Men and all that. And, sure, well, that's amazing. <laughs> I grew up, uh, yeah, reading that stuff. And then in the nineties, uh, when I was fourteen or so, I got to read Akira, and that oh, sure. like totally blew my mind. Uh, yes. It changed, yeah, it changed something in my head. I, suddenly I wanted to burn everything, you know, <laughs> it was like, I think I, I just read that book in the, in the perfect page, you know, like 14 years old, like growing up, like trying to rebel against things and thinking about, yeah. <laughs> and I got, immediately got into, you know, this cyberpunk ideas and dystopian and all that that was like pretty fashionable in that moment on that moment in Japan in the nineties. Um and Perfect. that totally dragged me away. away. And so I I think I still live from the from from those influences from from that stuff. And that things actually this manga I used to see to watch and and read is what, you know, creates like a very special die with Brandon, Brandon Graham. Because we are yes. close, um, we grew up, you know, reading. Uh, we found out, you know, when we met that we had a very similar influences and that we were like exactly watching the same stuff at the same age. We are both from the '76, so it was oh, like it was like totally. It, it doesn't matter, you know, where you live here. It doesn't matter if it's if it's Spain or Seattle or Japan or Kuala sure. Lumpur. Everybody Definitely. has the same. The same stuff. Um, I I understand. I, I it's fun to learn that mm-hmm. when I talk to you people from you know outside of the United States, and it's it's great, and that's why I enjoy doing these mm-hmm. conversations one on one with with uh, the international cartoonists that I speak to. Yeah. So it's uh, it it's yeah. I mean, no, you're right. People are the same, and it's wonderful to like discover we all like the same things. Yeah, it is really special. This thing I was telling you before, where I met Huey, you know, this workshop in Japan was called. <laughs> In Wakomika, and it was like um, it was a workshop from which uh, several people were invited, like sixteen people, and it was organized by a by a European Asian uh, organization, the, um, the culture organization that used to create events like here and there in Europe and in Asia. So that time was was hold, was held in, was held in in Japan with the opening okay. of the Manga Museum in Kyoto. And, and and it was insane because there were like people from Philippines, um, from Scotland, um, from you know, from Italy, from from everywhere. And everybody sure. was like working together in on, you know, in pairs. I was paired with Huey because of the similarity of the styles. Even if we are different, oh, wow. we are close at the same time, right? It's like Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were paired together and uh, and everybody worked, was uh, had to work there uh, in the same university, like in a residence in the middle of the woods, like a manga, really, <laughs> like a real manga, you know. Um, wow. For 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 a few days, and then we create an exhibition, and we did some some symposiums and put all the work together, and it was pretty. Fascinating. From the from the workshop, you did symposiums as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We got to meet like Jiro Taniguchi, uh, people like. Uh, Koseyono, who was the translator of of Mouse, for example, by Spigen. Okay. Or, um, you know, he was he's an important person who brought a lot of stuff uh, from from American comics to Japan and and things like that. Uh, so it was pretty fascinating to see how how you know how how weird are like foreign comics in the Japanese market and all that. You know, like this sure. energy. I'll try to see things a bit from the inside. So that's amazing. No, it that's one of it was pretty pretty great. Yeah. How how many other countries have you been able to go to specifically in a in a you know cartoonists' uh, purpose? Oh, yeah. Malta, for example. <laughs> I went there once. It was, Say it again. Yeah, Malta, Malta. Oh, Malta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. It was rather Malta, yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, Interesting. Yeah, U.S. and England. Yeah, how many? Yeah, how many? How many different U.S. cities have you have you been to? Like three or four. I went to Washington, and I went to Baltimore. I went to San Francisco, New York, like several. I mean, it's not that I travel. I should be traveling more anyway because I should be showing myself more there, like to talk with friends and all that. 
and to sell my work. You know, sure. I have horrible for promotions. <laughs> well, but it's, I mean, I would imagine, first of all, it costs a lot of money. And secondly, you know, you've got to you still do the, the work. So, I mean, mm. I know American cartoonists have that problem even with yeah. our our conventions within the United States. You know, that's a big time, you know, we say time suck, yeah. you know, that it sucks away all the time. The problem so. is mostly work, yeah, because it's, sure. you know, it's pretty exhausting to travel that far. And then you need some kind of week to recover properly to focus again. It's not that you are sick or anything, but it's to recover you know, to focus again on the table and the work you're doing and everything. It takes sure. a while after you have to travel, I don't know, 20 hours or something. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to meet Huey in Singapore, like, in a couple of weeks. because we Oh, fantastic. Can, we were both invited to the convention, so I, I'll stay there in the area for a while with her traveling. That's um, wonderful. That was great. We are going to do some kind of exclusive uh, presentation of Mirror there because it's it's wonderful. It matches with the release date basically of the for the trade paperback. So we release there to trade Whoosh. and then it gets it's on day eight or something. And and then day fourteen it will be in source finally. Wow. Okay. Will 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 Huey make any sort of print or anything for Mirror? Yeah, we are going to do several stuff like for for that. Very cool. I hear the cats. Very cute. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what no, no, no. It's okay. Seriously, it really is. It's, she it's cute. She like pretty asleep at this hour, but it's oh, like no, I'm sorry. <laughs> around. I don't know. Maybe it's because What's... she's hearing me like speak <laughs> this much, which is not very common <laughs> when I'm traveling, What's, when uh... I'm working at the office. Or... <laughs> What's uh, What's the cat's name? Uh, Ileana, by it's because Ileana okay. Rasputin, right? <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> I'm that's it's horrible. <laughs> oh no, I like it. That's great. Yeah. Very funny. That's cute. Yeah, she's a nice character, right? <laughs> that's excellent. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I have fine. a cough. Um, when uh, when there are conventions in Spain, yeah, how are they how are they different from the American conventions? Well, basically here there are not many conventions with artists only, and there's a thing here in Spain is that the artists normally tend to sign for free, like doing sketches or so. Not that you 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 know hire a table to sell your own stuff. If you sell stuff, it's basically fanzines, mini comics, or things like small press prints. But there's no such a market of you know like original or commissions or stuff. But okay. it, it is changing anyway. But it's not the same. We, this is like some kind of culture barrier for me because when I go to conventions outside, it, I feel super weird, like being charging for my sketches and stuff. So I normally charge very little. <laughs> no, well, I understand. Well, people are getting a bargain. Yeah, don't don't undersell yourself. Yeah, it's not, I, I don't mind. I you know I uh, my originals are mm, pretty pricey. You know when I sell them oh, with, so, with my agents, but but Good. for example on conventions or stuff. It's as if I feel weird if I have to do to draw something like at a moment and charge for it. It's like weird. Like, okay, I'm going sure. to do it in ten minutes, so it's, it's a bit weird. But uh, I have a lot of friends artists that that you know are are scolding me all the time because of this. Well, sure. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we, we want you to. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, we, they want you to make money. I understand. Yeah, it's and, normal. It's normal. No, I I totally sure. understand. But it's like uh, yeah, I grew up here, so it's weird. Here in Europe, it seems a bit. Yeah, it's like sure, yeah. definitely. Hmm. Uh, well, that's have... the main difference. Uh, for the rest, um, um, there are some of, some of them are yeah only for selling big conventions like the Barcelona one or so, and then there are others like the one in my city, a Coruña, is called Vineta Social Atlantico, and it's it's really neat because um, the director is an artist called Miguel Angel Prado. He's pretty famous in Europe. Okay, Miguel Angel uh, Prado. So he um, he organized a convention, like think a lot about the creators invited and all. So they organized it like uh, some kind of holidays for them. And there's a huge uh, exhibition of original art that covers all the city, all the museums and all that. And um, they have a lot of talks and, and things like that. It's pretty amazing. Hmm. No, it sounds that sounds great. I um, I have a friend who goes to Luca in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I went asking. Last year. It was. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was great. Hmm. 
Very cool. Yeah, I'd like to attend that. Or it's lots, lots, and lots of people. It's crazy because the city is so small, and it's so crowded that you just can't walk properly on the street. It's like the city is so small; it's not ready for to admit that many people that goes there. So it's very funny. Wow. And the, no, that's... the village is very beautiful because it has a lot of monuments and, and churches and things beautiful to see, like the Romanic, Italy, the Romanic from Italy and all that. It's very, very incredible. I highly recommend that one. Very cool. Very cool. I wanted to know, you, you mentioned you have an agent. Um, uh, for art only. Yes. And I assumed for art. Um, yeah, so you have no representation for to try to get you know uh, writing or or. or oh, no, uh, no. Cho- I always because jobs. I'm a okay. I'm a maniac, and I need to do my own stuff myself. A, what'd you say? Did you say you're a minion? A, ma- a maniac. Oh, a maniac. I understand there are a lot of foreign artists that use an agent, you know, to make things easier for communication and all that. But yes. I, I really like to work with, you know, talking with all the collaborators. So even when, when I was working on Marvel, I really needed to share, oh, sorry, to share, that's okay. to share stuff with, uh, that was the cat. Because I oh, that's okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Well, you're okay. That's all right. Good. <laughs> um, now, when I was so, looking at Marvel, I, I, one of the things I enjoyed the most was was the, the experience of the of, of the teamwork. Because at the, um, before starting working professionally in comics, I used to do small press and I used to write and draw my own stuff. You know. Sure. I'm returning to that mostly, but yeah, I used to do that at the beginning, and then I spent some time um, as an artist at Marvel, and you know, it was like the first time I used to do, I started to do this teamwork, and it it was amazing, you know, like share the experience experience with everybody and learn from their experience and everything, so I got really along with my editor, Steve Walker, um, yes. With um, yeah, with Jordi Belair, who's working with me, right. with Kill, everybody, right? Um, oh, what's Jordi? What are you and Jordi work? Are, is she working on Mirror? I, I meant to ask who's coloring Mirror because the colors are it's so way, amazing. It's Huey. Huey. I, okay, yes. I kind of figured. Okay, yeah, very good. In Mirror, it's only Huey and I. <laughs> it's like that's, well, everything. that's great though. Yeah, but that's amazing. I'm doing uh, the mark, the back matter, and I'm trying to learn how to do watercolor. So it's just like some kind of, you know, playground to to learn to how to do them for me, because it's a style I want to do. I want to to to, you know, to control. <laughs> so I'm practicing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, nice. and I love that your back matter is artistic yeah. versus essays. I was curious to see what you guys were going to do from a, a back matter standpoint. We want to, you, you know, it's like we want to drop the information like little by little, trying to make people figure out everything. So the back matter is like, it's pretty thought on world building, like a lot, okay. but because uh, like flashes of stories or backstories or stuff here and there. So, because I think it, it's, it's a nice experience, you know, maybe not trying to, to understand everything at the, in, on the first page or in the first, on the first chapter Certainly. or anything. Just like trying to, to figure out what, what this world is and what the creators are showing you. Or, when, so. when you were a kid, when you were a kid, did you read Watchmen? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, really, that's, to me, it seems like that's where Back Matter started, yeah. you know? It's and that's why. No, you're right. I mean, and, you know... Uh, I remember, uh, because I'm older than you, I remember when it came out and people were very angry that yeah. they're like, why are, why are there words, so many words at the back of this comic? I want a comic. Yeah. And, it, and it, then they started reading it and realized that it was, as you say, it was helping with the world building. Mm. And it gave us more clues as to what life was like beyond the story. And like you said, beyond the first page. Yeah, I think it's. So. I think that one is pretty great. Um, sure. On the contrary, for example, in, um, previously we do this thing about connecting with the audience in the back matter, which is fantastic yes. at the same time. I love it. Um, we're having having Kalisu like writing these essays that so then they are so personal and so it's like we connect with people this way uh, and it's amazing. But for Mirrors, it's a bit of an alien book kind of <laughs> like I sure. feel like it's yes. it separates a bit from 
some other things I was doing. So it's like um, it's something we are figuring out, like an experiment. So we thought like yeah, but that's what's exciting about it. Yeah. I would think both as a as a creator and I think for the readership as well, hmm. the read the the audience. It's rather personal, I guess. It's like a mix between both of us, like but totally melted. <laughs> You know, sure, um, we are like vomiting there everything we love or we like. And we are trying to to do it the best in the best way, like putting a lot of effort. So, no, it's it's you know, the great thing about Image is every book manages to be distinct and unique. Yes. And I think here is a is a great example of that where it's a very, uh, I think, challenging in a good way yeah. that it makes the, it makes the writer it makes the reader think. And again, because of uh, Hue's uh, art style as well, I think it's it's a very distinct and, and, and a gorgeous book that really is separate from what else is on the comic book shelf. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Like, I love working there. It's as if, like, when I was, you know, developing as an artist before becoming professional and doing my own small press, I always felt in the middle of... This is something I talk with Brandon quite a lot, too, like, because we both now are, trying, are co-editing... Island magazine. So yeah, we talk a lot about our shared experience, you know, experiences about mm-hmm. when we were growing like uh, as artists or as creators, cartoonists in comics. So it was mostly like I felt like I didn't belong to mainstream or to independent comics. You know, I was like in the middle in somewhere place that didn't mean to fit anywhere. And then we have now image, you know, it's as if Oh, Marvel, my style, when I was working Marvel, my style didn't, didn't seem to be like super mainstream. But then when I was doing small press, my style was pretty over realistic. So it was like, I, I, I was like receiving feedback that, that made me feel like a bit weird everywhere. Okay. So oh, now, <laughs> yeah, it was like, what the hell, <laughs> right? And, and now it's as if like, you know, I love this thing. We talk a lot, Brandon and I, about this thing about making barriers fade, like trying to 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 just destroy this wall between with this the war of tagging comics, you know? Like this is mainstream, this is independent, this is underground. Um and you want to tear down those walls. Yeah. Like trying trying to build like a scene where everybody can do stuff. They like sure. So I think so. Is that image, the purpose? Image like with this thing about giving freedom to everyone. Uh, is that is that the purpose behind Island? Is yeah, that what you're yeah, trying totally. to do with the? Yeah, that that was the idea. That was the that was the reason we we decided to create the magazine. You know, to 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 create a place for creators to 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 do their thing without ties, like without with all the freedom and. Nobody telling like you don't fit here or we sure. can't publish you because that side is not what we're aimed for. You know these kind of things that sure. you, you no, tend to hear a lot when you are trying to enter in the in the business. So definitely. So yeah. No, I understand. It's a, yeah, it's a. I don't know. I right now I'm very happy working. You know, it's like it's a moment of my life that is like really golden. Like in comparison with uh, former years here and sure. Here. Um, so I don't know. It's as if like if I can make if I if if we can create a place where people can start in an easier way that we did, you know, and we have the chance to to build this thing, <laughs> we have to do it. So that was the point for Island totally. So are you are you still and and forgive me because I didn't know about Island until I saw it in the uh, in your credits uh, on Mirror. Yeah, yeah. And they mentioned Pretty Deadly and they mentioned Island. Mm-hmm. Is it still going on? Yeah, yeah, it's an ongoing marketing for me. So okay, so and and obviously then um, you accept uh, submissions. No, it's not. It's not okay. that we accept submissions. It's as if like we call creators. In, I got We you. know internet like. Okay, because it's as if cool. I'm bringing part of the scene in Spain, they're um, running also part of the Canadian scene, and then sure, and then we are both of us are like pretty, pretty, you know, involved in the internet and new artists and Tumblr and stuff. So, so we are we are bringing people that inspire us, 
the, I understand. Oh, that's great. No, and, um, and it new is, creators or old creators, you know, professionals, newbies, whatever. It yeah, no, that's terrific. Or no, nothing. It's just like you know, green, green stuff, Willow. That's great. Well, do you? I don't know. Do you remember a Marvel magazine called Epic? Yeah, I do. That's what it sounds like because yeah. you know, Epic could be, bo- and also the old uh, Warren and Creepies mm. and Eerie. The, the Warren Warren publishers, creepy and eerie. They they would do that with horror. Yeah, and right. and you know, and some stuff was very traditional, and some stuff was very lyric. It would be, I think, considered independent yeah. by today's eyes. Yeah, yeah So that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah it's that's great. great. I mean, our inspiration was like metalura and oh, heavy metal. Sure, of course. Yes. And Garo Yeah, I know. I know uh, heavy metal. Yeah, metal Yeah, yeah and the Garo magazine, which is a Japanese old magazine that was pretty amazing. Okay. But the good thing here is like all the creators has have their own rights, the copyright, they own everything, they're paid, per paid, Terrific. all that. So and they can, you know, publish through paper pass later or republish things the way they want. Because Very that's cool. the best point of image, right? That you own the things. Absolutely. Because, yes, uh, ma'am. And that's very important for me as as a creator, you know. So in Island, um, you you started a story that that became a, a graphic novel of its own. What, tell me about that, if you would. Yeah, like I did. It was pretty exciting for me doing that thing because it was my first work as a full creator, as a cartoonist, like uh, writing and drawing and everything. So for me, it was a bit of um, some kind of uh, ego play, right? Like it's a bit egomaniac. I understand, like wanted to do something on your own, but I needed to, to, to be back to this thing about feeling uh, a total creator on my own, like doing it. Okay, sure. So, um, it was uh, the story is about three people who 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 are trading bodies or considering the trading the trade of uh, their brains into a different body of. The room because they have wow. some issues with them. Okay. Um, one of the characters um, is a, a, a lady in their 50s that is a writer. The other one is a trans woman, a trans man. I'm sorry. And the oh, other wow. and the other one is a uh, is um, uh, an old uh, very very big guy called Mike. So each one has some issues and and it was a bit about feeling. Uh, about the difference between be, being perceived by by people and how you perceive yourself. So sure. it's like it, it had a lot of, to do with um, you know my feelings working in in a foreign country or being perceived by others in a different language and stuff. So it was pretty personal work. Um, I'm wow. very proud of how it ended up. So yeah, very cool. And it's it's out now. Yeah, it the, is the out. Novel? Yeah, yeah, it is in stores now. It was released like and a couple of months ago. And, it was and it's called ID or Identity. ID. ID or Identity. ID. ID. Yeah. Very cool. Hmm. No, that's amazing. Interesting. Has uh, has the uh, trans community? Yeah, yeah, uh, they, they, they yeah, they gave me great feedback. That was the most special thing. It's the um, the trans the trans man is called Noah. So. Uh, the, my intention was that the, the story were were choral story with all the characters having the same weight, you know, in the story. But in the end, everybody like got pretty attached to this character, which made me, you know, like feel that I did something right. And yeah, Terrific. the um, the, uh, the trans community sent me a few messages, and I got um, pretty nice reviews. And I was very worried about that stuff because I'm a cis sure. woman. So as a cis woman, you it's very easy to to make mistakes. But I think it's important for the creators to get out of the comfort zone and trying to figure out, you know, things in the skin of other characters and make questions to yourselves. And after all, we are all humans more than anything. So I think it, it was a very interesting from inter, you know experience for me to dive into that stuff. And to figure out and think myself about, you know, about things like that I'm not used to. So could be nice. Sure. It was. No, I th- it that's, was, I, that's ambitious. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I Terrific. I'm very happy about it. So does Island come, come out through Image? Yeah. Oh, very cool. I'm going to have to look. See, I, don't, I didn't know about Island. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> no, no. Cool. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> It's weird. I mean, it is because 
we should do a better better work promoting the stuff ourselves. I understand, but it's you know it's this thing about working and doing promotion and trying to spread the word and all that. It's so difficult when you have so yeah, it's a lot play. of work. But it's a for one per hey, I have the same problem with my podcast. Hmm, yeah, I believe me, I I, uh, I sympathize, I understand. So, yeah, so I, well, I, if you get to read them now, I hope you like it. Uh, no, it'd be my pleasure, absolutely. I'm gonna have to find <laughs> nice. it. And also, I, I Brandon is, a, is someone else I need to speak with as well. So maybe either in a future conversation with you or Brandon, I'm I'll uh. Oh, I'll try nice. and read some island in the in the meantime. Yeah, of course, we really perfect. So you're a big science fiction fan. I have to ask you about the movies that have been coming out this year. Have you seen? Uh, did you see Star Trek? Are you a Star yeah, Trek fan? Yeah, I, uh, I do. I am. I like it. But I went yesterday, and I missed a bit of character work. But yeah, my my favorite moment was like the music in space. The remember like <laughs> remember me like this old show macros or Robotech. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. You know, I feel the same way about the movie in uh, – did am I understanding you correctly that you said it was kind of missing something from a characterization standpoint? Yeah, because people doesn't have lines. I mean they don't talk <laughs> between them. There's all action, right? It's like – Yes. Yeah, I know. And that – you know, I appreciate that from a new audience. But I, being an old Star Trek fan, yeah, yeah I, I mean, just kind of think – It doesn't know, fit, right? It doesn't. It's just you're right. It, it it's different. It's and I still had fun and I enjoyed the movie enough. Hmm. But it just it doesn't feel as yeah I traditional missed, Star Trek compared to the other TV shows or even the other movies. I missed a bit of you know personalization, a bit of yes. you know you know small dialogues well, between people because you know is the main thing, the thing that you care most. Because it's right. great, especially uh, dialogues between people, like the synergy between the characters are the most important thing in a Star Trek. So the first movie, actually, the first movie of the new relaunch, relaunch mm -hmm. uh, worked pretty well in terms of, you know, introducing the characters and made them interact and all that. But at this point, it's, it feels like a bit like a, like an episode of a show that is like some kind of ongoing, um, like a small adventure, but it doesn't... It didn't feel to me like something uh, to remember, you know. It was oh, okay, I, it was fun, but it didn't. Yes, stick. I agree. Hmm. Yes, yeah, it was. You're right. It was like okay for the moment, but it it won't. The only thing I did think that was spectacular, hmm. and it had nothing to do with characterization, was that space station. Yeah, it was amazing. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, it, looked, it was pretty. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. I love that. You know? I'm I'm quite of a gamer myself, and it recalled me to a game I like that is that is called Mass Effect. But of course, it's much yes. more developed and beautiful. But it was great. And these old projects, like the old projects of space stations in the 70s, these old drawings, like in real life, the the things NASA were were doing there. Um, yes, I love that. Yeah, that's it was for it was incredible. Yeah, for me, it felt like paperback covers come yeah, to life. Yeah, right? It, it was, yeah, it was like... Oh, Very ambitious, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. It was as opposed to just being the single image yeah. to, to kind of see it in motion and in action yeah. and people living on it. It was... I mean, really, that is that is the one thing that stays with me from the movie that I do think yeah, that was and very the, spectacular. And the swarm, the swarm of space. Oh yes! Oh my god! Well, yeah, no, I agree with that too. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I mean, that's the thing. These were interesting spectacles and and visual moments. And Beastie but again, Boys, had, Beastie had, Boys had, were awesome as well. The moment of with Beastie Boys in space, you know. Oh yeah, the music, music was like okay. <laughs> now I now I saw everything. <laughs> No, it was funny, but yeah, you're right. No, I agree. I'm glad to hear that because sometimes I worry that maybe I'm, you know, being older and you know, you, you sometimes feel like, oh, maybe you're out of touch and you're not, you're not paying attention to what no, people no, like. No, I think. It was... And I, well, I got mad too because Chris Pine. I was making, guy... I was making jokes after the movie with my friends, telling them that they needed a soap opera writer. You know, what, like, what kind of a soap opera? Right. Yes. Or a movie, or a, you know, as a consultant or something. Yeah, I think you're right. I think <laughs> right? You're right. that's funny. Yeah, because I don't know. Kirk, uh, the guy who plays Kirk, was saying in the press that um, today's movie audience isn't patient for the characterization and uh, themes of the Star Trek television shows. To put those in a movie, he thinks that an audience wouldn't accept them. And I'm like, you're nuts. And, I, and I'm like, that's not true. I'm like, that's what Star Trek is. If you can't, yeah. if you're not making Star Trek, if you can't have those ideas. I'm looking forward for the TV show. 
Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Any? Yeah. Did you see any of the superhero movies uh, this year? Yeah, I went to see Civil War. Excellent. Did um, you like it? I like my favorite. I think it was Winter Soldier so far. Me too. But, but I, I kind of like some some stuff. Yeah, it, I, I, I like, like it. <laughs> I like the oh. the Container Center because we work with something yes. like that in Osborne. Uh, so it was like overwhelming, like watching it on on the on the screen. Was like, wow, they did this thing, and it's amazing, you know. It was very yes. very amazing. Oh my god, yeah, hmm. absolutely. Have you seen any? We haven't talked about any of the DC movies. Have you seen Batman, I've, Superman? No, Suicide I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Not at all. I didn't. Want, I didn't go to Suicide Squad. You're not obligated. No, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's no, just. It's, it's as if like, I, I'll go to see Wonder Woman. Sure. <laughs> For yeah. sure. But the other no, movies is as if like they feel like so serious to me. Somehow, yes. like everything sounds like too sublime or something like so. I don't know. So it's like, I don't. I don't know. I, I like some of the Batman of Nolan's movies, but but it's not that I I I didn't enjoy the the first one, the Snyder Superman. So yes. So these last two movies, I didn't go to them. I understand. No, I'm I sorry. Don't. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you should be sorry. People who like them, I mean. <laughs> well, of course, if people like them, that's fine. But no, I don't. That's that's the okay. Last, no, the last movie, like uh, blockbuster, that I really adored was Mad Max. That was my movie. Was it was amazing. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. Mm-mm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, beautiful movie. Mm. Beautiful movie. So very cool. No, this is great. Well, honestly, congratulations with the first arc of Mirror. <laughs> Thank you so much. The, 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 absolutely. The trade The trade is coming out soon. Yeah, it's coming out like uh, 14th of September. That sounds right. Okay, very cool. And uh, we are pretty excited about it because it's like 180 pages, so with a lot of back matter and a lot of. Oh, are you stuff. keeping the back? Are you keeping the back yeah, matter in are, the tray? we are keeping the back, the back, mark, the back matter, and we are including some more, more illustrations. Wow. And, okay. Yeah, it, it's oh, going to be great. very beautiful. I think. I'm really glad you're doing that. I understand why. Not every image creator chooses to do that for the back matter, and I do understand that. But I'm glad you're doing that for this one. That's yeah, that's because we, I don't know, we are we are trying to yeah we, I don't know, we are pretty obsessed obsessed with the book, and we want it to be perfect. <laughs> sure. It's your story, and the trade paperback, the second trade paperback, also includes a lot of back matter this time. So, Very good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, when does when does the story continue? When does issue six come out? Uh, uh, mirror, you mean? Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, issue six and seven, I'm drawing them myself, the main story. Oh, uh, wow. As an, a mini arc. It's some kind of epilogue and prologue for the next one. It solves some loose, loose dice that, that were like from information, like why the asteroid was alive and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, you know, it digs on that, and also connects with the new system. Everybody is going after the last issue. The oh wow! Okay. So we introduce a new characters, um, and we create, uh, you know, like a setup for the next arc. So this is uh, some kind of mini arc with uh, with different characters and all, and these two issues. And I'm drawing them myself with watercolors and doing uh, who is doing the back matter. We change. Wow. Okay, that's cool. That's really cool. Very good. And, and, you- and then we, this will return in December, I think. Uh, issue six will be in December, or the mini arc will be Issue before? six will be in December. Okay, very good. It will be out in Excellent. December. Um, yeah, that's typical image. You do five issues, yeah, you do a trade, you take a month off, and then you come back. Yeah, exactly. That was the plan. And then, so issue six, December, issue seven, November. Uh, sorry, January, and then uh, Huey returns with the animals and all that, and the arrival of the Synchronia <laughs> in February with uh, five more issues. Terrific. That's great. Do you have any other projects that are coming up? 
uh, only pre deadly. I'm only working on pre deadly and mirror and editing. Okay. It's so much on my plate already. <laughs> I mean, I bet. No, yeah, I understand. I'm back to. I'm about to finish this these two issues of mirror, and I'm back to writing pre to write. Sorry, to draw in pre deadly uh, in September. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> Third art. <laughs> Terrific, man. That's great. Now you guys, you and Keller are doing great. You and Way are doing great. So that's wonderful. Yeah, the trade is out next week. Which is I'm pretty excited about it. The second excellent. Mm. Okay, good. Well, then, yeah, I will. Uh, I will mention that as well. And as you just have as well, that uh, issue, the the second arc of Pretty Deadly, yeah, is uh, it's coming out next week. It might it might be out before uh, like a day or two before I release this. I'm, I'm probably going to release this on Friday. Yeah. But okay. very good. Very cool. Excellent. No, Emma. Hey, great talking to you again. I, is you there so anything much. else you want to promote? Before we go, I know you're tired. I don't want to keep you awake. No, no, it's fine. I mean, it's just, no, I, I already talk about everything. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, previously next week, Island is coming out every month. So, you know, it's like an ongoing, but, you know, new Very creators. Good. The next the next issue, the cover is by Michael DeForce and it's amazing. Um, oh, very cool. And the mirror will be out. First in Singapore on day eight, the convention of the in the convention there, and then fourteen in, in every stores. So, are you are you coming back to this this United States anytime soon? Uh, this year I haven't set my trips for this year, but uh, I'll be for this year. I'm not going to states, but the next week, the next year, I'm the the convention I'm doing for sure. It would be Rose City Comic Con. Oh, they're very nice. Next year's Rose City, yeah. 2017. Very yeah. good. Uh, maybe I'll go before, but I, I didn't make plans yet. But for okay. this year, I mean, Singapore will be my, my last sure. one because it's pretty long and it's already, you know. Yeah, the end of the yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. That's great. Well, it, really great to talk to you again. And we won't wait so long for the next conversation, hopefully. Nice. Great. Thanks so much for Excellent. having me. You're awesome. Oh, always a pleasure. Really. No, honestly. And for the help I, I love... and for the support, always, you know. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. No, honestly. And and, and really, I, I, I really appreciate these conversations. And I, I learn a lot. So so thank you for coming back. And I look forward to talking to you again. Okay. Thank you. Lots of fun catching up with Emma Rios on today's Word Balloon. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. It was brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Again, thank you, League, for your support. We've got uh, great coverage coming up in the uh, days ahead. Uh, in September, I'll be going to Cincy Comic Con and doing a bunch of panels there and looking forward to uh, a bunch of new interviews uh, to present to you, the Word Balloon listeners. So uh, thank you, League, for your support. That helps me get there. Again, if you'd like to subscribe to Word Balloon, it's not necessary, but if you want to, Go to wordballoon.com and click on the Patreon ad there or go to patreon.com slash wordballoon. All the information is there. Thank you very much for your support. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. There are great deals happening now at InStock Trades, like the Spider-Man by Todd McFarlane Omnibus Hardcover, 45% off, just $41.25. You can get the X-Men... Extinction Agenda uh, trade paperback. That's 50% off. It's uh, $12, $17, excuse me, and 49 cents. I'm in trouble with my numbers today. Tom King, great trade paperback. Omega Men, the end is here. The full story is now available. And uh, that's Tom King and Barnaby Basenda. And it's uh, 50% off. It's just $12. And 49 cents. Books like that are the reason why Tom is currently writing Batman. It's that good. You can also get the Defenders Epic Collection featuring work from uh, J.M. DeMattis. And uh, I see, I always do that. J.M. DeMattis. I know he's listening right now. Dumbass. I know. I'm sorry, J.M. You're a good man, Mark. Don Perlin, the artist. Uh, great story featuring Valkyrie and Damien Hellstrom, uh, the son of Satan, Doctor Strange, uh, all your favorite Defenders. Really great story. It's uh, 50% off, just $19.99. Um, you can also get Teen Titans trade paperback, uh, Volume 3, and that features uh, Scott Lobdell and Ian Churchill. It's 40% off. It's just $9.34. Or reach back for some pre-code uh, Golden Age horror classic stuff. This magazine is haunted. The Slipcase Edition, Volume 2, it's at a great price, 25% off. It's only $52.49. 
All of that waiting for you at InStockTrades.com. Check out the great values that are waiting for you now at InStockTrades.com. John Suntra saying thanks again for listening to Word Balloon. Uh, thank you again, League of Word Balloon listeners. Once again, I'll be at Cincy Comic Con uh, coming up uh, right after uh, Labor Day weekend, that uh, weekend of September 11th, the 9th through the 11th. So uh, if you're in the Cincinnati area, I hope you'll stop by. It's a wonderful collection. It's a comic-centric uh, convention. And I hope you'll stop by and say hello. I look forward to doing the panels there and uh, roaming the floor as I do. It's a great time. Three days of fun at Cincy Comic Con. One more uh, episode, I think, coming up before Labor Day. I uh, hope you'll uh, stay tuned for it. Ibrahim Mustafa joins us to talk about a great new uh, foreign espionage story that he's got going. And uh, I hope you'll uh, join me for the next Word Balloon uh, coming up in a day or two. So uh, thanks for listening today to Emma, and uh, I hope you'll uh, join us again. If uh, you can't wait, be sure to go to wordballoon.com and check out the archive. So many listen uh, interviews to listen to, nearly 800 at this point. Pretty amazing. But uh, happy to uh, present those and uh, keep those there for you on the archive at wordballoon.com. Until next time, Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions, copyright 2016.